Shalom and welcome to another in our series of podcasts from Temple Beth Am, a dynamic center for conservative Judaism in Los Angeles. This is a recording of a Shabbat teaching by Rabbi Rachel Blatt. I have a superpower. I've been telling um, my professional children, my you know, students, my campers, the kids that I babysat all through high school and college, I've been telling them forever that I have the superpower of patience. I'm an incredibly patient person. I, um, uh, I don't mind if you whine. I don't mind the walking around. I can take it. I can deal with it. Give me the obnoxious camper who just wants to make your life horrible um, any day. I'll be fine. Give me the, the 12-year-old who insists that God does not exist and wants to fight you on every little bit. I will spar with them. Well, I happened to mention the superpower in front of my personal children recently, and as um, the kind, respectful, thoughtful, mature teenagers that they are, they laughed a lot. <laughs> uh, it turns out that I am, as a parent, not as patient, and they have experienced this on many occasions where I'm like, can you just not whine anymore? And, um, I, and I'm going to give you an example of something that might or might not have happened several hundred thousand times in our house. Um, for the, um, for the sake of this example, um, this is how it usually would go. Um, I come home after a long day and my husband says, Oh my gosh, you will not believe what your children were like today. Your children. They were annoying and they did not listen and they did not listen. And then I mentioned that they did not listen and they fought all day and they just would not calm down and they made a mess and they did this. And I'm like, you know what? Let's calm down. You know, pandemic. They're tired. They've been on Zoom all day. They, um, we live in Florida and yet somehow didn't get enough sunshine and they're tired of just being with each other and they miss their friends and they don't have phones yet. So they're still like, they're teenagers. Did I mention that they're teenagers? And, um, let's just, let's give them a pass on this kind of thing. And he's like, do you hear them? They're so loud. And I'm like, it's fine. They're, they're kids. They're playing with each other. And then I go into the other room and they are not playing with each other nicely. They are screaming at each other and they are fighting. And I immediately lose it. And I'm like, you need to put the couch back together. That's not how we do things. We are not hitting your brother with a pillow or with any other object for that matter. And et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And I get, quite angry, hence the laughing. So when I look at this Parsha and I see how God and Moshe react to each other, I'm comforted a little bit. Here we are in uh, chapter 32, and um, Moshe has spent all of this time uh, oh, we're, yeah, we're going to get there. Uh, <laughs> thank you. Um, all this time up on um, Mount Sinai with God, and um, God says, hey, by the way, you see what's going on down there? And Moshe is, of course, like, God, it's okay. I understand. And God's like, no, I'm angry. And so God explains that fire and brimstone, et cetera, et cetera. Moshe calms God down, and then we get to where uh, we are in our text sheet, which I forgot to pass out, and Rebecca is doing so so kindly right now. We are in chapter 32, verse 15. And Moshe is now going to come down the mountain. He is walking down, and he has these two tablets. And the the text reminds us that there are two tablets, and the tablets were inscribed on both their surfaces. They were inscribed on one side and the other. 
and they were with God's work. The writing was God's writing. They had to tell us that twice. God's writing. So when they hear the sound of the people, Joshua says, uh, there's a cry of war in the camp. And Moshe's like, no, 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 they're happy. They're dancing. It's, it's yay. Um, but then here we are, verse 19. Vayhi ka'asher karav el Moshe comes close to the camp. Vayar et ha'egel ham'cholot. He sees this golden calf. Vayichar af Moshe. He becomes enraged immediately. He becomes enraged. He launches them from his hands. He throws them down. He is angry. He breaks these luchot, which have we mentioned are inscribed on both sides by God. They were inscribed by God. God inscribed these tablets. Uh Uh-oh. Now, how angry was he that he would do this? We have um, a comment here by Ramban. Moshe didn't hesitate to shatter the tablets. He was so angered when he saw this evil deed, he could not control himself. Do I feel a little bit better about yelling at my kids? Not really. (laughs) But, you know, at least I know that, that there's been other anger. Now, I understand that anger at my personal children for being children um, is not the same uh, as as breaking tablets, but I know that we all have these things in our experience that break us, that just make us angry at the world. Whether it's, I was so careful and I did everything right and yet I still got COVID, or um, how could we have yet another wave, or that thing that you backed up at work and then all of a sudden fell apart, or the trying with your significant other and then realizing it's not working or uh, all sorts of life experiences where you feel like you're putting in the time and the patience and you're trying to convince them. And then all of a sudden there's something that just breaks and you can't control yourself. So I look at this next text and I've always loved looking at this, this, this next piece. So chapter 34, we're here. um, And I love how trope can kind of tell us a story. It, that's what it's there for. And uh, it tells us kind of the attitude of what they're saying. So here we are, chapter 34. Vayomer Adonai al-Moshe, God said to Moses, carve two tablets, two tablets of stone, karishona, like the first one. You know, there was a first one, and you had them. And I wrote... On those tablets, the things, I wrote those things on those tablets that you went and took the tablets and you broke them. <laughs> like, God's really frustrated. Why would you do that? I, you, I, I told you, you wrote on them. And I, I've always looked at it this way. But I wondered if there was another way to look at what was happening here. Maybe God wasn't frustrated. Maybe God saw that anger and said, I get it. I get it. You tried really hard, and they really messed up. So maybe it was okay that you had this anger. Maybe maybe you needed that anger. And you see Moshe calm down as he goes to this text. He has time alone. No one else shall come up with you to the mountain. He needs that time on his own to figure things out. 
And Moshe carves the two tablets of stone like the first. And we see a different kind of trope here. And he, he takes the time. He takes the time to get it right the second time. And God kind of says, I'm going to do it with you. You're going to carve the tablets, and I'm going to write on them. We're going to do it together. He's going to take the time to carve these tablets. Like the first ones, maybe he feels bad that he ruined these first two tablets. And I think that's exactly where God is. God is saying, it's okay. You had anger, and you needed to use it. And I found comfort when I read this last text. So we're here in Shabbat. And it says he broke the tablets. And what did he interpret that led him to do so? He says, with regard to the Paschal Lamb, which is only six, one of 613 mitzvot, the Torah says, And the Lord said to Moses and Aaron, This is the ordinance of the Paschal offering. No alien shall eat of it, referring not only to Gentiles, but to the apostate Jews as well. Regarding the tablets which represented the entire Torah and Israel at the moment were apostates, as they were worshiping the calf, all the more so are they not worthy of receiving the Torah And from where do we derive that the Holy One, blessed be he, agreed with his reasoning? As it is stated, the first tablets, Asher Shibarta, that you broke, that you broke, but maybe it's that you broke, that you broke, that you, you broke them. And Rachel Akish said, the word Asher is an allusion to the phrase, Yishar Kochacha Sheshibarta. May your strength be true, be strong, due to the fact that you broke the tablets. You needed that. You needed that brokenness in order to move forward. You needed that brokenness in order to to understand the seriousness of what was happening. You needed to see uh, the, the Israelites and what was going wrong. Yeah. I can't hear you, though. Hold on. <laughs> so... We're looking at, it says, um, this is the ordinance of the Paschal offering. No alien shall eat of it. So anybody who was not believing here was not going to eat of the sacrifice. Mm -hmm. I'm not entirely sure right now. (laughs) That was not part of what I reviewed today. And that's not what's in my head right now. Uh, (laughs) um, But we have this idea that God said, Yashakoach. You listened to yourself. You knew what you needed. Maybe you needed patience, and in this moment, that wasn't it. And I think that sometimes when we are praying with a lot of energy, we're praying with a lot of all of our emotions, we have to really pray with all of our emotions. That sometimes it takes breaking something um, in order to make it better, in order to put it back together, in order to be able to say, we really saw what was happening in the world, and we really want to make it whole again. Uh, and we have to write it with God. Now, should we all run around breaking stuff? Probably not. But um, I think it's important to say, what is it I'm supposed to be doing with this right now? Is this the prayer that I need to be saying? Is this okay? And when it's not okay to say, hey, God, something's wrong. And let's figure it out together. Let's figure it out, how to rewrite it, how to make 
a new something together. You have been listening to another in our series of podcasts from Temple Beth Am, a dynamic center for conservative Judaism in Los Angeles. If you enjoy these podcasts, we invite you to write a review on the Apple Podcast site or wherever you get your podcasts. For more information about Temple Beth Am Los Angeles, go to tbala.org.